Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, March 16th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. The top Portland bureaucrat tasked with planning for climate change and sustainability issues is taking a six-figure severance and is leaving her post in a matter of weeks. Andrea Durbin, a longtime leader in environmental advocate circles, had worked for the city for just three years. She's agreed to leave her gig as director of the Bureau of Planning and Sustainability on April 6th. Durbin is receiving a $195,000 severance package. Her bureau oversees many issues, including the voter-approved Portland Clean Energy Fund, which puts a 1% tax on large companies to pay for carbon reduction measures and job training programs. That fund has been in the crosshairs, thanks to an Oregonian investigation in December that found it awarded a $12 million contract to a nonprofit whose leader had a long history of financial misdeeds and unpaid taxes. Just last week, a city audit determined the program has generated more than $185 million, nearly double its original estimate, but had few oversight mechanisms. Durbin took the gig when the Bureau was overseen by Mayor Ted Wheeler. Commissioner Carbon Rubio now oversees the Bureau. Rubio said that Durbin was not terminated for cause. Durbin said she wanted to spend more time with her family before her daughter goes to college. Oregon is receiving another $16 million from the federal government, the state said this week, and it's using that money to offer more rent assistance to those in need. That means Oregon renters will have one more week to apply for emergency rent relief. The program was set to close permanently, but the federal government came through hours before the application deadline expired. The Oregon Emergency Rental Assistance Program will remain open through Monday, March 21st. Oregon had sought an extension and more money, but hadn't heard back from the feds as of last week. According to state records, the state has paid out $289.6 million to renters so far and received a total of close to 78,000 applications. Of those, just over half have been paid out and the rest have either been withdrawn or not yet processed. The Washington County District Attorney's Office chose not to pursue a misdemeanor harassment citation involving former Portland Timbers player Andy Polo. That's according to a June 23rd decision obtained by the Oregonian and Oregon Live through a public records request. Timbers officials were on the scene for an incident May 23rd when Washington County Sheriff's deputies were called to the Beaverton residence of Polo and his now estranged wife, Genesis Alarcon, following a dispute that deputies said resulted in in an abrasion on the woman's wrist. Alarcon did not pursue the citation stemming from May 23rd, and documents confirm that Washington County DA Kevin Barton didn't either, citing insufficient evidence to prove offensive physical contact with intent to harass or annoy Alarcon. The club did not suspend or take action against Polo based on that incident, and the Timbers extended his contract in December. The team is under investigation by Major League Soccer for whether it should have reported that incident to the league at the time. The Timbers terminated Polo's contract February 10th after Alarcon made additional, more severe domestic violence accusations against Polo on a Peruvian talk show. Alarcon is now represented by Portland attorney Michael Fuller in a federal domestic violence lawsuit. She claims the Timbers urged her not to press charges against Polo. Fuller posted audio on Twitter last week that he claimed was of an attorney representing the Timbers telling Alarcon they hoped she wouldn't pursue charges. There has been no definitive evidence provided thus far about whose voice is on the audio. 
and the Timbers are withholding comment on the matter until the MLS investigation is concluded. Polo, meanwhile, arrived in Peru over the weekend after reportedly agreeing to terms with the Lima, Peru-based soccer club. Pono Brewing, a small and creative brewery known for its fruit-complemented beers such as the Pineapple Express Kolsch, is opening its first taproom and it will be in a pretty important Portland beer space. Pono will open in the original Laurelwood Public House in the Hollywood District. The building was most recently home to Columbia River Brewing, but was made famous by the family-friendly Laurelwood more than a decade ago. Pono gets its inspiration from the lifestyle and ingredients of the South Pacific Islands. It hopes to open the family-friendly Northeast Portland Brew Pub in the spring. The location, called the Pono Brew Labs, will pour Pono's beers and offer a food menu that includes Hawaiian, Filipino, and South Pacific-inspired fare, along with traditional pub food. The owners expect to make at least 500 barrels the first year. They've been brewing out of Zeugel House's Lentz location. They'll continue to brew there, but will use the Hollywood District site for experimental beers. To learn more about new and long-standing businesses that make our state special, go to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash pod support.